great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. At the end of the day, the Supreme Court did. The Supreme Court did what the Biden administration refused to do, and that is protect Americans at the border. The Supreme Court keeping Title 42 in place while legal challenges play out. That could take months. Like I have said before, if you are really interested in protecting the American people on something like this, you you come up with any legal venue, e- any avenue, which is what the Biden administration uh, should have been doing, rather than saying there's no uh, no further protection, just let it expire, you know, and basically open the border. That was not the way to go. That is one of the uh, stories that we are following. And I'm looking up at the board, and I already see some calls coming in on Congressman-elect George Santos. But anyway, and we'll get to that in just a couple of minutes, New York City uh, Mayor Eric Adams is admitting he took a secret two-day vacation to the U.S. Virgin Islands last week as New York City was hammered by a once-in-a-generation storm that flooded parts of the city. Everyone knows that the mayor is entitled to take a vacation. That's not the issue, Mr. Mayor. Why does it seem this was done in such a secret manner? That's the problem. That is the problem. And so we'll get to Mr. Santos, the uh, congressman-elect, in just a couple of minutes. But I want you to hear what the mayor of New York had to say just a few hours ago at his uh, briefing in which he was defensive, defensive, and basically um, lashed out at the media with a how dare you question me on this uh, Attitude, considering he says he was grieving his mother, um, and and he went through a, a litany of why he feels it was completely legit, and I think no one begrudges him for taking a vacation. But Mr. Mayor, be on the up and up about it. Let us know you're you're leaving town. Let us know, you know, this going back to the Bloomberg stuff. It didn't work for Bloomberg, and it's not going to work for you, Mayor Adams. And so we're going to open up the phone lines right now before you get a chance to um, to hear what Mayor Adams has to say. And uh, we are taking your calls at 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. So we are talking the Supreme Court. We are talking Congressman uh, Santos, in which another uh, Long Island congressman is calling for Republican is calling for the House Ethics Committee to investigate, to investigate, and um, we're also going to discuss Mayor Adams and his defense of his trip to the U.S. Virgin Islands. So I want you to listen to this from the mayor, and then we're going to start by going right to your telephone calls. I was in uh, the uh, U.S. Virgin Islands, uh, and, you know, it was interesting. 
that um, after 365 days of working without a day off, uh, sun up to sundown, I was really surprised at your response. You know, I saw a live, uh, a live, uh, uh, the press conference, and I was amazed to see how you responded. You know, this is my second Christmas without my mother. And last year, I was really the state of depression and what I put my staff through. And I said, I can't do that again. So after 365 days of commitment to the city, I decided to take two days to reflect on mommy and to watch how you responded to my two days out of the city was really alarming. I deserve good work-life balance like you do. I bet you you went on a vacation. I bet you you have not worked 365 days in the city. I bet you have not dealt with people being killed, fires, police officers dying. And you probably still have your parents. I don't. Mr. Mayor, no one made you run for mayor. That was your decision. No one made you go out and campaign uh, and raise money to run for mayor. That was your decision. No one made you go to these debates and on and on and on. That was your decision. And so to now complain about what it requires to be mayor of New York City and and all of this could have been avoided, Mr. Mayor, if you had just stood at your podium and said, I want to let the people of New York know that I'm going to be on vacation, effective this day to this day. But no, you tried to pull a Bloomberg. You tried to do identical to what Mike Bloomberg did. And it blew up in your face. And will continue to blow up in your face should you try to return to the Bloomberg days of, you know, the press doesn't have a right to know. No, Nobody made you run for mayor. Let's begin with the telephone calls. Miguel in Queens. Good morning, Miguel. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic, and happy holidays. It's good to talk to you again. Same to you and um, your family. Thank you. Um, mayor Adams, he's, he's a complete joke. And... Anyone can go on vacation, but the thing is, you ran for mayor. The city is in complete is a complete disaster right now. Any mayor that should, that's running the city right now should be focused on work. I could mention he was in Puerto Rico, in Condado, partying, uh, partying while there was a storm. He he's been all over the, in Quintar. What is he talking about? He's been on so many vacations. That's not a work life life balance. He's been vacating since he got to the mayor office he needs to get to work the the city has a complete deficit that we're going to be suffering he said he's going to cut services i mean it's it's complete and then he grades himself a b minus or b plus i saw online b plus i believe yeah b plus he's an f a total failure <laughs> well well miguel i i don't know if i would give him a, a, a f but but this is a true story so uh, many years ago, I was a cub reporter just starting out, and I happened to do a TV show on Channel 7. And uh, the other guest happened to be the governor of New York, a Cuomo. But it wasn't Andrew Cuomo. It was Mario Cuomo. And so I went on the show, and I was asked to give the governor a grade, and he was right there. And um, call me naive, call me bold, call me whatever you want. I said I give him a C. Why did I do that? After the show, I'm in the uh, the men's room uh, at one of the urinals without getting too um, uh, detailed here. And I see the state police walk in and they make sure that the bathroom is cleared out. And I'm like, what's going on here? And then after the state police walk out, in walks Governor Cuomo. 
And he said, you know, Carter, you think you're hot. And you figure out the rest, Miguel. And so since then, I've been a bit reluctant. And he, you know, he lectured me Mario Cuomo style for a couple of minutes. But but he did turn out to be a very good man uh, throughout the years. But since then, I've been reluctant to give uh, letter grades. So you say he's a Mayor Adams is a big F. I think he's an F because even may, especially with the migrant thing, because even like you said the other day, Lightfoot, who's a terrible mayor, she handled it better than he did. He, he's completely took all the money that we have in the city and has put it through these tents and all this stuff that he's been doing. And now he's talking about cutting services. That's going to affect all of us that are actually paying high taxes to live here. Miguel, I'm going to try. Thank you for the call, and you have a great morning. I am going to try tonight get my blood pressure up by uh, zeroing in on the migrant situation because I, I, I feel almost like we, the taxpayers of America, for lack of a better term, are like suckers. We're being played. It really is that simple. And we're being played by people that are supposed to represent us. You can't blame the migrants. They're coming from a bad situation. They want a better life. We would probably do the same thing if we were in their situation. But I do blame, starting with the White House, what's going on. And so I am thankful that the Supreme Court, I don't care which loophole you came up with, just don't end Title 42. And by the way, he's criticized uh, quite a bit. Uh, I do believe that was uh, Trump that put that in place. I do believe that it was Trump that said, leave them in Mexico while their asylum is uh, being heard. I, I, you know, while, while Trump is under attack, 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 I do believe it was him that uh, steered this ship in the correct direction. We see all of your calls on a number of topics, and I promise we're going to get to them. Well, let's go to Bayina in Brooklyn. Good morning and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Yes, Dominic. You sound like you had read some of my notes of 40 years ago. But, uh, really? Uh, let me be careful. Let me I did. I did. I did. But go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I hope you I hope you have happy holiday and Thanksgiving and uh, have a happy new year Dominic of course. Thank you. I was I had made a statement to your screener and I had to give him about three different sentences until I rounded down to I I uh, used to work somewhat with the, with our mayor our honorable mayor uh as such and I say that kind of with you know tongue in cheek. Uh, on the community board, too, in Brooklyn, New York, when he was borough president. The point is, we never know what a person is going through. And um, I heard what you you know, had broadcasted about the mayor said, what he went through with his mother passing. And, you know, we all have had parents, or some of us were orphans, but you never know what a person is going through. Uh, as, as such, you know, that, I would that, give that, the mayor. That is true. I would give the mayor. I would give the mayor an A. Well, I wouldn't give him an A, um, but I'm for right now. And so now, of course, I'm being cornered into giving him a, a letter grade. You're not doing that. But when you say a person is never, we never know what a person is going through. That sounds like you're showing tremendous sympathy for the mayor skipping town for two days and not informing the people of New York. I don't have much sympathy for that. He is the one. Nobody begged him to become mayor. He's been plotting this from before he became Brooklyn Borough. He's been plotting becoming mayor. He told me he was going to be mayor 25 years ago. 25 years ago, after an appearance on Inside City Hall, I'm standing there still with the makeup on. He pulls me to the side. We had just wrapped up the show, just like Bill de Blasio did. And he said, I'm going to be mayor of New York City. And I looked at him and I'm like, Eric, well, you know, dollar in the dream, you know, maybe, maybe, possibly, allegedly, we'll see what happens. And boom, he's now the mayor of New York City. But Baina, come on now. Please tell me you're not falling for this. 
No, no, no. Of course. Well, I'm somewhat political, Dominic. I'm I, somewhat I, heard political. You, I heard you on that. That's even more of a reason why you shouldn't be falling for this. No, no. But listen, I have said I have said to my neighbors that I wasn't ready to run for mayor. No, we're, I'm, not, saying, I'm not. We're, but, wait, but we're not talking about you. We're talking about Mayor Adams now. Right. Right. But it's political. But the point is, his his his. The, the point is, and there is no excuse for immorality. There's no excuse for um, smoking and booze and other things that are going to, you know, deteriorate our bodies. And especially when we're talking about it to the public, the public doesn't need to hear about, you know, our vice. Wait, or, wait, wait, wait! wait, wait think, I've, I've got to move on. But what does that have to do with Mayor Adams? I, I'm not following at all. Oh, okay. Well, listen. Uh, uh, Dominic, I love to hear you as a journalist. Thank and you. you. Sound great, and, and happy New Year. Okay, thank you, and I appreciate the call, and and I, I respect your point of view. I respect your point of view. Maybe I'm just too cynical. I've been in this game close to forty years, so if I'm mayor and I'm under fire for a trip that I took that I didn't think was going to come back to haunt me, and it bit me in the backside, what's the best way to get the heat off of me? My mother. Boom. You know, I, Eric Adams is a straight guy. He, I, he, 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 he calls things the way he sees them. And when he feels he's under attack in the media, he will strike back. Trust me, folks, I know him well. But give me a break, Mr. Mayor. Nobody begged you to become mayor. You said you wanted this job. So do the job and stop whining. Do the job. Stop whining, give up the nightlife. And then maybe, and then maybe, maybe you can earn that B-plus that you're giving yourself right now. And you do not deserve a B-plus, Mr. Mayor. At best, at best, at absolute best, C-plus, C, at absolute best. Now, if I'm Mayor Adams and his people, well, Dominic, how can you say that crime is coming down? The numbers are coming down, but uh, perception is reality. And the perception is that crime is still out of control. Out of control. Let's uh, take some uh, questions on Congressman-elect George Santos. Let's go to our comments, rather. Joel in Manhattan. Good morning, Joel. What's on your mind? Hi, hi, Dominic. Um, just I do want to talk about uh, Santos, but since you brought up Eric Adams, I do want to just mention something briefly. Go ahead. Go ahead. First off, the best I'd give him would be a C minus. And as far as his comments about his vacation and all that, it's all victim consciousness stuff. And to me, it's the equivalent of the dog ate my homework. You know, <laughs> he's just not cutting it. He's making excuses. That's that, that that doesn't fly as far as I'm concerned. Now, back to Santos. Okay. Um, here, here's my take on Santos. He's not great. However, uh, you know, if, if we're holding ourselves, I don't there, – there's all this talk about holding Republicans to a higher standard or we're holding ourselves to a higher standard. Well, if we do that, then basically we're playing into the game on the opposite side because they hold themselves to a lower standard. You will recall – that Obama back in the McCain campaign said, if they bring a knife, we'll be in, bring a gun to the fight. Remember that one? And uh, it I do, I do, but, but but I don't see the connection to standards. Well, the the, the connection is this: is that uh, that anything is is on key to lower the the opponents situation and it doesn't reflect on the opposite side okay okay wait joe 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 do me a favor you're talking all around the issue and you're avoiding the direct issue here can you please tell me your opinion of what the congressman elect has done i get it blame the democrats the democrats don't play fair on and on i get it but can you focus on on what's important right now, what the allegations are against Mr. Santos? Okay. All right. Let's take a look at the allegations. Uh, let's start with his, um, his situation about talking about his parents about the Holocaust. Is there a side to that that uh, 
that that reflects positively on it. Well, he's not a Holocaust denier. Yeah, I, Joe, right. uh, Joe, I'm, I'm, I, 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 I can't take the time for you to go point by point. I, I mean, a summary of focusing on what Mr. Santos allegedly did. Un- unfortunately, I have calls, uh, Joe, from New Hampshire to Boston to Middletown to Yonkers to Yorktown to the Bronx to Long Island. I can't go point for point with you. I just don't have the time. I'm talking about a summary. Your reaction as a summary. Let- let's not focus on Democrats right now of what Mr. Santos allegedly did. Okay, I my 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 feeling is is that his his actions are appalling, and he's a I I, I disagree with his actions solidly. Does that mean he should not be seated? That's the question. Here's what I think it means: He's a duly elected congressman. If he chooses to resign, then that's his business. If he doesn't, and he signed in then I think that there should be an ethics committee brought up on him, and it should be led by Republicans. And if he's found uh, wanting in a situation where it's uh, not looking good for him, then he should be forced to either be censured or resign at that point. But at this point, uh, he's a duly elected congressman, and, and so be it. How are you going to keep him from not going into that slot? That's all I'm going to say. And also, uh, you know, this has been pointed out that it's a narrow majority. And would the Democrats do the opposite thing? I mean, it's about holding ourselves to a higher standard or an equal standard or a lower standard. Where are we in the situation? Joel, I I hear you and I I appreciate you uh, trying to answer my question. I thank you for the call. I, I just don't understand, folks. I, I have to be completely honest with you. No matter what the allegation is, <clears throat> excuse me, no matter what the allegation is, what I hear on my end is, no, 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 look at the Democrats and vice versa. Can we ever stick to the one individual or is it, Always going to be, uh, we're so polarized where it doesn't matter what he did. Biden, it doesn't matter what he did. The Democrats, it doesn't matter. We need his vote for McCarthy. It doesn't matter. That's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing, folks. And maybe, maybe that's how you really feel. Let's see what George in Oceanside uh, has to say. Good morning, George, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Hi, Dominic. How are you, man? I'm good. Go right ahead, please. I am one for taking it for the team and keeping my mouth shut sometimes. But I have to tell you, this is embarrassing. I didn't even know about this until my brother-in-law brought it up at a family gathering Christmas Eve. And I was shocked. I was like, well, who did he run against? There's oppositional research teams on both sides. How did this guy get through? And then I found out what he lied about, and I couldn't believe it. I mean, it's bad enough we sit here, we make fun of Joe Biden all the time, and it's justified. At least admit this guy's a joke. He shouldn't even be seated, for Christ's sake. Well, George, um, it's interesting. It, it, it's interesting because the the he's probably going to be seated. And then uh, if McCarthy is elected speaker, the question becomes, when will the next shoe drop? Will Republicans uh, drop him like a hot cake or whatever term you want to use um, after after they're able to um, to um, take to 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 after McCarthy is the speaker, it's going to be. Interesting. Let's go to Rob. Rob in Yorktown. Good morning, Rob. What's on your mind? Hey, Rob, I can be. Are you there? Wait, wait, Rob, what type of phone are you calling from? It sounds like you're in South Africa. I, 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 what was that, Rob? Okay, let's go to uh, Phil in the Bronx. Good morning, Phil. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Uh, Pleased to hear you on the radio again. Thank uh, you. Been, Thank I've, you. Been, I've been on a bit of a vacation. Listen, uh, apropos to this this guy uh, who the congressman, the Republican congressman, it's very simple. The guy 
made mistakes. He made some big whoppers. He made some big mistakes. Fine. Wait, but wait, 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 wait. Phil, you, you call those mistakes? No, 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 no. I mean, but, well, we'll call them lies for one of them. Okay, okay. Okay, he lied. Okay, fine. We have proof he lied. We know for a fact he lied. All right, fine. The point is, we have the same thing in, in President Biden. We have the same thing in Camilla Harris. And, and that, that the press secretary, Jean-Pierre, I believe her name is, we, we have it all the way down the line through Pelosi, through other people. They got a pass, a major pass. I'm not saying, mind you, that this guy, Santos, should get a pass. I disagree with that. He should not. He should be made to account for what he said and, and either either step down or, or, or do something, but to serve with that background. But like I said you know, a moment ago, we've got presidents, vice presidents, press secretaries to the president, and so on down the line, speakers of the House, who lie incessantly. They, they tell this truth. Biden lied 84 times in the past two and a half years. I mean, he stated— Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, 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 Phil, Phil, what, what do you—when you say Biden lied 84 times in the past two years, what are you basing that on? He he mis misstates many many things. No no what what what, what what's your what's your source for making that type of comment? Is that your own observation? Did you read that somewhere? It's just that I I, I feel a responsibility to call that out, and I need to know where where are you quoting that information from. Listen to the news. I take notes, and and a day later they you know and you say and, and, and you've witnessed where they someone said in in the news that he that he lied 84 times in the past 2 years. Oh, well, one said 40, the other said 60, the other said 80. I, okay. I, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm I'm going for the max. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm okay. going for the max because the man is a pathological liar. He okay. he misstates it. He said he's got three college degrees. He doesn't have he doesn't have but one. He he's this and that his his family was this and that and so and so so and so. I mean, he he reiterates the same stuff all the time, the same lie to make people happy. He's lying to the American people, and the people know it. With this guy Santos, he's in a very important position as well. He's in, in high politics. What what has to be done is these people, no matter who they are, Democrat or Republican, must. If you're going to call Santos to task, you call Biden, Harris, and and Jean Pierre to task. Ask them why do they lie repeatedly? They say the same thing, the same story. It's all scripted on a teleprompter. They don't. They don't know what they're saying. They're just saying it. But the point is, if you don't know what you're saying, you better think about the consequences of that. You know. Okay. Well, Phil, I appreciate your call, folks. We we have a lot to uh, to get to coming up at 45 minutes past the hour. The Chronicles of Dominic Carter coming up at 1 a.m. Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. And when we come back, we're going back to the phones on Mayor Adams uh, discussing his uh, trip to the U.S. Virgin Islands, on Congressman-elect George Santos, on the Supreme Court uh, uh, issuing uh, their stay, if you will, where um, as it relates to the migrant issue at the border, we are going to Suffolk, New Hampshire, Boston, Forest Hills, Yonkers, and Long Island. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are back and returning right away to the uh, telephone calls. Let's go to Lou on Long Island, I believe, on the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams. Good morning, Lou. Yes, good morning, Dominic. Um, you know, uh, we all uh, mourn uh, a parent that passes, of course. My, my father passed away 45 years ago. However, what I had to do was I had to go to work, and I had to work even harder and gain more overtime to take care of my mother and, you know, my family. Now, to, a year later, we, we mourned, I mourn every day. 45 years later. But to say that he needs two year, two days off because his mom passed away last year, I still feel for him, of course, but 
I don't think so. You don't think so, Lou? Okay, so now let me uh, let me uh, let me reverse and uh, argue from the mayor's point of view for a second here. When you're the mayor of New York, you deal with death. You deal with police officers shot. You deal with firefighters killed. He has to deal with that uh, quite a bit. Uh, so should that account for perhaps his two days off? It's only two days. I don't have a problem with the two days. The problem I have is that I, I feel that the mayor was almost sneaking this trip where he didn't want the people to know, which is ridiculous because, Mr. Mayor, uh, you have people around you, every mayor does, that's going to drop dime on you whether you want it released or not. So, Lou, you, you don't you don't buy given uh, what the mayor of New York City has to go through that that perhaps uh, th- this trip was warranted. Yes, I believe the trip perhaps was warranted, but to say that he was still he's grieving his mother, and that's why he took the vac- two day vacation. We've all gone through that, and some of us don't <clears throat> get that luxury. Fair enough, Lou. I I appreciate your call, Lou from uh from Long Island. Let's go up to Boston. Let's say good morning to our friend Jennifer. Good morning, Jennifer. Hey, Dominic. Thanks as always for hearing me. Um, I had a comment um, on two things, and I'll be concise, hopefully. Uh, just on um, Adams, I thought that this two things were. I just. He acted like he's burdened by the job, like it's this horrible thing, you know, a sunrise to sunset, 365 days. You know, did anyone, like you said, make him do this? Was this something he fought for and sought to do? Um, He doesn't act like it's a a humbling experience, like he's grateful for it. He acts like somehow it was put upon him, and now he has to deal with it. Um, And I did not see what the audio was from. Was he talking to the press corps? Who was he talking to? Yes, the press corps. Uh, I found that deeply uh, disturbing. And talk about a snipey, snarky attitude. Uh, How presumptuous of him to say, I assume you you still have your parents. Who the hell is he? How does he know about anyone else's well-being or what their family situation is or what heartbreak they've gone through? And what makes his pain more valid than anybody else's? Let, let me just and say, that, let, sure me ju- let me just say this. Up. Let me say this, Jennifer. Uh, having covered, uh, going back to Koch, Dinkins, uh, Giuliani, uh, De Blasio, uh, uh, Bloomberg, um, Adams, mayors when they are in the job, they they come to see the press corps as the enemy. They all do. They all do. All of them. And so, and sometimes whether, sometimes they can't hide it. So I don't know if this was, so, so for example, what I'm trying to say, Jennifer, and then you can make your second point and then I got to move on. Sometimes when you see a um, elected official blow up, right, what's really going on is that there are some reporters that just get under the elected official's skin, and the mere fact that that reporter is questioning the elected official, they lose it. They, they're human, too. And oftentimes that's so I don't know if that's what happened with Adams uh, at, at, at his um, at, at his event. But he I know that he feels and I haven't talked to him privately in a little bit, but I know that he feels that the press is not fair to him. I have never met a mayor that does think the press is fair to them. Go ahead, Jennifer. I don't know. I, I just think he feels like he's above reproach, like people can't question him. That's the way he sounds to me when I hear him speak to the press. Um, I don't know. I just find this – I don't know. I, I don't know where else you could get away with talking to people like that, the presumption and the snipiness. It, I just find it very inappropriate, and I, I don't think it puts him in a good light. That's just me. That said, the thing that I really wanted to address was the poor young woman – you alluded to in one of the audio sounds that come up before the program, you know, I don't know what it was, but I heard you speak of it, the poor 18-year-old girl that died driving home from work in the snow. Well, I believe I'm she sorry. was I believe she was 21 and 22, and um, uh, when they found her, they said that she was as frozen as an um, icicle or uh, uh, words to that effect. But go ahead, Jennifer, because I do need to move on. Go ahead, please. 
I just want to say two things. It's just the beginning of the winter. People, be prepared. Have things in your car because you don't know what could happen. And I also wanted to say, I find in the year 2022 that there wasn't some large earth-moving equipment, something that could get to her. I mean, it's... Right, but 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 you have to find her first. She's disoriented. She doesn't know where she is. The, the snow is covering. It, it's not a, and the police and firefighters couldn't get out the way that they wanted to. But Jennifer, thank you for the call. I do need to move on. Let's go to Stuart in Forest Hills. Good morning, Stuart. What's on your mind? Yes, Dominic. The exact proper Democrat uh, simultaneous comparison is John Fetterman. If but John, Fred, wait, wait, wait. The, the the comparison to what? I don't know what you're comparing right now. Sorry, to, to George Santos. Okay, to George okay. Santos. Okay. So, so with John Fetterman, if you rewatch his debate, the first half hour he did pretty good, I thought, for a recovering stroke patient. The second half a half hour, he was clearly medically not able to handle the job. They asked him, "Why did you change your opinion on fracking? Are you going to give your medical records?" He literally couldn't answer. He said, I am here. This is my medical records. Uh, I support fracking. And he repeated that over and over again. His medical doctor is actually also his political campaign donor. So the Democrats, it looks like, have perpetrated a fraud. Okay, wait, 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 Stuart, wait, 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 Stuart, Stuart. So what Fetterman did, right, what Fetterman did, you're telling me with a straight face that's the equivalent to what the congressman-elect did? Please tell me you're not saying that they're equal. Not only am I saying that, I'm saying oh, come it's on, worse. Stuart, come on, Stuart, come on. cannot handle the job. Fetterman oh, Okay, but, but, but job. listen, but, but whether he's medically qualified or not, that's completely separate from the allegations that are made against George Santos. I cannot believe you're making a comparison like that. He it, cannot handle the job. Okay, but, okay. You're saying he can't handle the job. But George Santos uh, apparently lied about everything or many things in his background. Is Fetterman accused of that? Dominic, I have to admit to you, I have met George Santos. I've shaken his hand. Okay, I'm okay. angry at what he did. I'm angry. Okay, I'm okay, angry Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. No, no, I'm not angry. I'm not angry. What I'm saying to you is that I'm asking you straight up. Fetterman... Santos, I don't even see those two in the same ballpark in terms of the allegation of bad things. I think they both should go or they both should stay because Fetterman cannot medically do this job. But that's different whether or not he can do the job medically. It's a fraud. That's that's wait, 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 wait. The people of Pennsylvania knew his medical condition. It showed in a horrible way in that debate. Many of the things that came out of Mr. Santos' mouth was a lie. How can you make the comparison? The the early voting happened two weeks before before Fetterman was even in that debate. Many people didn't watch that debate, and they voted before okay, the debate happened. So, so you're proving my point even more. What all I'm saying, Stuart, is that, listen, if if you want to make the argument that Democrats have done the same thing as Santos, fine. But if you want to make that argument, but Fetterman is not the one to make that case with. He has a medical issue. George Santos has an issue with lying. It's a perpetration of a fraud upon the people of Pennsylvania. They perpetrate. That's the your opinion. That's your that's opinion. No, that's not a fact. That's your opinion. The people of Pennsylvania knew Fetterman's health condition. Now, they decided, I'm not a voter in Pennsylvania, they decided to put him in office anyway. It's You're comparing apples and oranges here. There is no connection what whatever whatsoever now if you want to say uh if you want to say santos and uh the senator and and blumenthal maybe maybe but then the counter argument would be well blumenthal only told one lie about vietnam and santos told 15 lies about bing 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 i thank you for the call Stuart. i appreciate your time uh let's see here let's go to 
Let's go to, uh, let's see, let's go to Pete in New Hampshire. Good morning, Pete. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. Thank you for taking my call. Love you. Love your show. Love you too, man. Thank you. Go right ahead. You know what, Dominic? Eric Adams right now is in the Virgin Islands, and you know why he's over there? Guess who else is there? Well, he's not there right now. He's he's back, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Joe Biden is in the Virgin Islands, and right now they're trying to figure out, Eric Adams right now is trying to figure out what the hell he's going to do with immigration with all these people being dropped off from Texas. That's the key right now in the back of his mind. He knows that's the burning issue, the topic. That is a hot topic in Eric Adams' mind right now. How can I get rid of these people? What am I going to do? He can't displace them, and he knows that because he's stuck with it. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't. And Joe Biden helped create this. He wasn't stuck with it, Pete, to begin with it, Mayor Adams. All he had to do was show a little tough love to the migrants when they arrived here, and that would have been the end of it. Put them in a tent city, end of story. Period. But no, you want to embrace them with open arms. Welcome to New Weather York. Free, free, free. As many items as you want. Thank you, Pete. I was I was trying not to go there this morning. Robert in Suffolk County. Good morning, Robert. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. I'm wondering if George Santos is a citizen. The Constitution says... A congressperson has to be, one, at least 25 years of age, two, lives in the district, resides in it, in which he's elected, and three, must be a U.S. citizen. He hasn't shown that he lives in the district. Let's see a lease or a deed in his name, and let's see his birth certificate. Because he says he was born in the United States, but he has allegedly dual citizenship. I've been finding some odd things online, like websites. Yeah, you, you, Robert, you, you, you can't, Robert, 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 you cannot go. Thank you for the call. You cannot go base. You, you lost me once you said the online stuff, because then that's when you go to creepy land. You, you could whatever you want to see online, you will see online. That doesn't make it true. We are going to take a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. Then we're going to Brooklyn, Forest Hills, Yonkers, Philadelphia, and New Jersey. WABC. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. You know, folks, I'm I'm sitting here and I'm looking at this story and it's like, how many times am I going to be forced to repeat this type of information? A serial shoplifter, serial shoplifter who has avoided jail time despite Dozens of uh, arrest has been arrested yet again this week and accused of 27, 27 new robberies at Manhattan pharmacies. The man, 44-year-old Wilfredo Ocasio, was finally held on bail this week. Yes, I'm clapping on charges that he swiped more than $5,000 in goods from three Dwayne Reeds over several weeks. He was caught red-handed at the Dwayne Reed in the financial district on Monday of this week, charged. He served uh, two two stinks, if you will, uh, in state prison on rape and robbery convictions, already had 33 busts on his resume since mid-August, and... Uh, was recently arrested again. And unfortunately, this is becoming part of the story, too. 
He caught a break when prosecutors with the Manhattan District Attorney's Office, you know that guy, charged him with just two, stating at the time it would have been a waste of resources to move forward with all the charges. You have got to be kidding me. Jacqueline in Brooklyn, good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. As far as Adams is concerned, for me, he gets a negative F. If there's something less that I could give him, I would. And as far as him taking his time off, do you remember when you were a kid, any of your grandma or your aunt said to you, I don't have a problem with the fact that you had a cookie or ice cream or candy bar before dinner. I have a problem with the fact that you lied to me about it. I think it's the same situation with Adams. Why does he feel that he needs to lie? Because maybe he subconsciously and subliminally knows that he's doing a lousy job and he really doesn't deserve any time off. I don't know. That's where I'm coming from. Hmm. Well, Jacqueline, um, a, a solid point, and I appreciate uh, your call. Dominic Carter, folks, here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dave in New Jersey. Good morning, Dave. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Um, you know, I listen to you every night, and uh, sometimes you say something that uh, grinds my gears. <laughs> and when you play that uh, clip of Eric Adams and uh, basically uh, stating that, you know, uh, his vacation was for his mom. Um, you know, he was grieving. And, you know, listen, I, I, I get it, but my mom passed three years ago. And, like, if she ever heard me up in heaven say something like that, she would be smacking the crap out of me. You, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't even know the word um, to describe with that is but it's just so wrong to me to put that um in a statement about your mother i mean that is just so repulsive to me like it i don't even know what to say like how, how can you bring your mother you know it, 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 into your excuse for taking a vacation like to me as a person that is just like to to, to say something about that about your mother i mean that is just repulsive to me and I just don't understand how these people support that. And that's all I got to say. That's it. Well, thank you, Dave. Uh, and that is exactly what the mayor said uh, at his press briefing uh, for the uh, for the media. I'm moving rather quickly now because Frank Morano is about to join me, and I'm trying to get to a, a few more telephone calls. Frank in Queens. Good morning, Frank. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. I know it's we're short on time here. I live in um, George's, George Santos's district. I live in Whitestone, Queens. None of us voted for him because he went to Baruch or NYU or he worked at Citigroup. We don't care about that. We care about what's important to our district. The biggest thing in our district and in the North Shore of Long Island is crime. And I watched George and what he said and what he's going to do. Now, if he doesn't do what he said he'll do when it gets to Congress, that's a different story. But he, along George Santos, I'll take any day of the week over a Zimmerman. Hmm. Hmm. Well, Frank, uh, how I honestly feel about this is be careful what you wish for, because the time may have come real soon when uh, there's a Democrat uh, that's going to run the same game that Mr. Mr. Uh, Santos ran in terms of um, – the fabrications uh, of uh, of of his uh, resume. So you say that's not important to you, but you know, Frank, I want to have this conversation when the shoe is exactly on the other foot, and it's a de- and and if you still feel the same way at that point, <clears throat> excuse me, then fine. Frank Morano, thank you for the call. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight, joining me right now. We say good morning to you, Frank. Hello, Dominic. How are you, my friend? Uh, you and I have been doing uh, double duty. <laughs> I don't even. I don't know what day it is. I don't know what hour it is. I don't know how to say good morning, good night. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if I'm coming or going. I I uh, enjoyed you for Greg Kelly today. I thought uh, I thought you did a great job, and uh, I especially like that guy towards the end who began his call began the call by saying, "You know, I'm not really a fan of yours, right, but I listen right, to Greg Kelly." Right, right. And right. Uh, you were very nice to him. You said oh, that you're a fan of his. Right. Uh, that's the one point time that I've doubted your honesty as <laughs> uh, as a radio broadcaster. 
<laughs> so you could read right through uh, what I was saying. I think saying. so. I think so. Yeah. Whatever people say stuff like that to me, yeah. I say, you know, I really Use appreciate your, imagination. your feedback. Use yeah, your imagination exactly. of what I was really saying. Use your imagination. We can't say it I on can the radio. Imagine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you have coming up this morning? All right, got an action-packed show. This is going to be our uh, final, my final program of the year uh, 2022. Uh, wait, wait, so, wait, why is that? Well, because even I'm entitled to take a, a day off or two once in a while. So I'm going to be... Hey, um, hey, hey, that's the line Adams used. <laughs> that's true. I agree with him. You know, I didn't vote for Adams. But uh, I think if he wants to go to the Caribbean during two days... During during winter, I think and, it's okay. And not tell us? No, that's not right. Well, okay. you know, again, I think uh, you, you made the analogy uh, that it was similar to Bloomberg's experience hiding out in Bermuda during the snowstorm. Uh, but th- I think transparency is important, and it only feeds into kind of the surreptitious nature of uh, why people have so many questions about it. But I'm going to be joined by uh, Larry Elder, a longtime radio talk show host who most recently was the leading Republican that ran for governor of California. He's going to join me. He's actually now talking about running for president. And uh, I'm going to ask him if that's realistic or if that's just a publicity stunt and what the that might be. The oh, well, we'll ask him. We'll ask him. We'll see what his uh, we'll see what his reaction to that is. And we'll see what room there might be in the presidential race for a uh, Larry Elder. And then um, Barack Obama, of all people, he has this documentary production company. He is producing a documentary about two of the most famous UFO abductees in American history, Barney and Betty Hill. Now, some people are raising the question that Barack Obama wouldn't be producing a documentary about two people abducted by aliens if he didn't know something about what was going on. So I'm going to be joined by Bill Burns, who has a lot of interesting insight not only on this, but where we're going with uh, AI, this whole discussion about artificial intelligence and the increasing things that AI can do. It uh, has raised a lot of questions for a lot of us. So you have another great show coming. I hope so. I hope so. The biggest struggle can be staying awake sometimes. So we'll see so, where it so, goes. So this is the last time I'll see you in 2022? Well, unless you make it to my party in Atlantic City Friday evening. Hint, hint. Yeah, exactly. I'd love to have you. It's going to be wine and cheese. It'll be fun. Sounds sound, sounds good. I wish, I wish, Frank, that we had time to take another call. I apologize to the folks that we have not uh, had the opportunity to take their call. But, but, but. There is a silver lining to this. Mm. You can call Frank Morano. The Frank Morano and the other side of midnight is about to start. Dominic Carter here with you folks. I will be back again tomorrow, one in the afternoon, in for Greg Kelly. And Mr. Morano will be here overnight and then again at 6 a.m. Uh, 6 a.m., right, 6 to 7. I forgot myself. Wow. 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 Well, keep it right there, folks, and I will see you very soon. And then, of course, I'll be back here again tomorrow night, same time, same station. Keep it right there. News headlines with Alex Barnard coming up. And then Frank Morano and the other side of Midnight.